Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, a bi-weekly podcast where we take a deep dive into one game or game-related topic. As always, I'm Alex. I'm a Duncan. And this time we're going to talk about the identity of a gamer, which is a pretty broad topic. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna head up some other places, you know, some other things related to uh, identity of a gamer, as well as you know, just kind of random topics around that. I feel like uh, I feel like it's gonna be a good. A good, interesting thing to talk about that'll take up some time for us uh, who uh, have not been playing the games we should have. <coughs> Me. <coughs> uh, but Yeah, you kind of, you know, I mean, you didn't drop the ball on that one. I wouldn't say that, but I would classify it as a fuck-up. Yeah, of course. Um, Naturally. To peel, to peel back the curtain a little bit here, boys and girls, um, usually we think of something that we should talk about beforehand. Um, and right now... We just we just could not think of anything that's connected kind of to this. So I'm just going to summon. I'm going to mystically produce a random question for Alex. I like it. I like it. The supernatural need... turn that we're taking a yes. minute into this episode is yes. doing it for me so far. Okay. Let's hit it. I'm summoning the new question. It's okay. coming from my brain. <laughs> What's the last anime you watched? Oh good Christ, really? <laughs> the last anime that I watched? <laughs> That's what you got, all that summoning, all that hullabaloo about this and that, and you come up with yep. what's the last anime you watched? Yep. Tell me. Oh, fuck. Like, the, like a full show or a movie? An episode. Or... Doesn't matter. An episode, a movie, a show, doesn't matter. A whole right. series? Uh, I don't care. I think the last anime I watched was actually the original Ghost in the Shell movie. Shit, dude. That's like a good pick. Right? And But, I mean, that was like, I didn't, it's been a while. It's been a while since I watched some anime, but that was the last thing I watched, and it was like, yeah. fuck yeah. I get it now. I was there. I understand. Okay. It was pretty good. I haven't watched I it, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. It was okay. okay. It gets, like, decent marks for the time, but overall, it doesn't delve deep enough into anything, I think. But mm-hmm. it creates a cool world, and there's some cool scenes and some really nice animation and music. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. What about you? Hit me up with that anime. Um, I recently tried to start a new series called K. It's just called K. Um, K? There's a, there's a cat girl in it, and I don't know how I felt about that. <sighs> But the I don't rest love of it, it already. Cool. Okay. Yeah, it was good. Was so. it? We'll what the fuck? What the fuck was it? What give the fuck the, was it? Give me the elevator. You, you pitch want the on synopsis? It. You want the elevator I want the elevator pitch? pitch. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go to Wikipedia and read you the full plot synopsis? No, I don't. Okay, I Alex. If you insist. Don't want that. <laughs> I know. I want you to give me like three sentences, no more, no less. Okay. This kid who's in school. Nope, I already fucked it up. Okay, there's there's like a there's like a team skull gang. There's like a like uh police gang, and then there's this third gang that uh, is basically up. disbanded. A police gang? <laughs> they're they're like, the cops, Duncan. <laughs> Anyone who's seen this is that's probably... a law enforcement agency. Yeah, it's but like they're gang. they're like I don't know they're like there's some kind of like mystic like. Like, they're part of, like, a certain, like, clan or something like that. But it's, like, in the future or something. And uh, All right. the third one, the third one is this kid in high school. He doesn't even know he's the third one. And then someone, like, basically tries to murder him. And he's like, that wasn't me. Because he, like, did a bunch of bad shit in his, like, past life, I guess. And I don't know. That's about as far as I got. Then his, like, cat turned into a full cat girl. And I guess that's, like, his, like, one of his fucking, like, people. It was bizarre. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, hmm. 
you have successfully you know, convinced anyone who's listening not to watch <laughs> A. So. It was good. I'm just really bad at explaining things. I'm so bad at explaining, like, elevator pitches for stuff. Like, I really want you to take a shot at explaining Modica Magica. I think that does not end poorly ever. Time, uh, because that's such time an traveling, easy anime to explain. Time-traveling girls, man. Magical, Magical girls. girls. They fight witches. And fucking have a cat that tell, will give them one wish for their soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to fight evil witches. Do you ever just, like, think about anime and be like, fuck, that's real weird? Yeah. Cause, yeah, like, definitely. It's I don't think I've, I've watched a normal one. It's definitely something I avoid talking about. Like how mm. I avoid talking about being a gamer. Hell yeah. Eh? We found it. Eh? We that's found the transition. The Boom, What's do, that? Do, do, five do, minutes do, in, do, we figured do, it do, out. Do. <laughs> Ooh. Um, that was, um... I want That's some what we in the biz music. call a cold open, so nice nice job. We got through it. We're into the warm part now. Is it warm? Um, Alex, I'm about to ask you. I'm about to ask man to man. Do you feel confident in... If, if, if someone that you respected in any way, shape, or form, whether it be from work, from like a bar, or anything like that, and, uh, and you talked about yourself, would you include that you are a gamer in your description of yourself. I do want to point out really quickly before mm-hmm. we dive into this. Yes. That you said somebody that you respected and then listed work <laughs> and a bar. And those were the two areas. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, someone... you know, the two places you can garner respect from people. <laughs> well, somewhere new, like like you you like start like talking to somebody, whether it be at work or like at a bar or something like that. Like someone that doesn't know you that you could like see yourself respecting. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I got what okay. you mean. I just really like that those were the two examples you picked out. <laughs> okay. So. Um, that's a hard question. Do you want me to start Starting with it? the showstopper. No, I want to fucking take it. All I right. want to just run with it. I think I would not ever actually, like, realistically, I would not use the term gamer. Mm-hmm. I would have no problem saying, oh, yeah, I like to play video games, or I enjoy playing video games, or... Mm-hmm. You know, I do a video game podcast, things like that. But if someone was like, oh, you know, what do you do? I would not say I'm a gamer. That's not the first thing you would say for sure. I don't think it would be said by me unless they used the term first. Okay. Because I think think it's a loaded term. Yeah, definitely. And I don't – it's inviting issues, Mm -hmm. I think. Well, it's – when you say inviting issues, you mean like it's so, opening the floor for like, for uh, like issues about your like personality to be no misinterpreted. I, yes and no. I think I think you saved it at the end there. That was that was a poor choice of words by me. But what I'm really trying to say is like it invites a certain stereotype to enter someone's head that is then hard to combat. Yeah, like, that's, that's. I mean, that's. I guess what I was yeah. saying is your your personality is being like fucking. It's. It's being put somewhere that it doesn't belong before it's, you know, you have time to explain or identify what that means. Yeah, you're, you know, being put into a box before anyone really even sees you, Um, which I think is true of a lot of things. Yeah, of course. But I do think the connotation with gamer is 
so heavily negative still Mm -hmm. that it's a little different because you know if you say you're um if you say you're like an art major or something there are connotations that go with that but they're kind of a mix of positive and negative whereas if you say a gamer to someone who does not play video games it's a largely negative connotation dude even to someone who does play video games i think it's a pretty negative connotation actually also is yeah (laughs) because is fucked (laughs) like really fucked i'm opening i'm opening up a fucking can of worms right here but but like you know me and alex are in the single world (laughs) and uh, you just like starting just (laughs) fucking everything up (laughs) and um i will say that i get a little worried anytime i see the term gamer girl on anyone's profile i don't dismiss them because i can understand that it's a term that someone could use to easily identify themselves as someone who plays games Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just such a very like yeesh i don't like that term at all that it like gets me very like Ugh, I, I don't like this person already <laughs> yeah and i wonder it's... why that is well i kind of know why it is but i want to know why do you agree with me on that or do you feel like indifferent so it, it, i think it depends on the way that it's dropped right because mm-hmm. if somebody in you know they have like a large dating profile and they mention offhandedly oh yeah I, like i'm a gamer or i play games that's fine but if they like devote you know a paragraph to it or like i am a gamer girl xd then like i'm <laughs> fucking out i'm out as fast <laughs> as as possible yeah um and it, it's i why do you think that is you seemed like you had a, a, an idea and i'm honestly drawing blanks other than the rest of the way society is structured which is sure not a good well i reason. think um i think two things i think a very negative thing and i think a very positive thing the okay. i'll start with the negative thing and with the positive so i think that it is kind of a way to get someone to be interested in you who is also like you know into games and stuff like that and like Mm -hmm. and um even if you aren't super into it or anything like that which i think is kind of like shitty to do but like also fucking you could be like into like pokemon only or like call of duty only and i Mm -hmm. still think you're allowed to call yourself a gamer if uh, someone who plays games whatever (laughs) whatever term you want to use but like it's so bizarre that like because if you say like i'm a casual gamer or something like that there's there's another that's another thing that's like drawn upon of like oh you like to play like fucking um uh what's the game i'm drawing a blank angry birds angry birds you know candy crush shit like that like to me that's Mm -hmm. what a casual gamer is and Mm -hmm. um the positive thing I think about it is it's just it's just a way to find somebody who has similar interests in that way of being like this is the kind of person I am and I think gamers as a whole are a very like interesting and passionate like community of people and um I'm drawn I'm very drawn to people who are like passionate about things and like seeing that in somebody I'm like oh that's like you know a really cool thing to be passionate about, I guess, in my opinion, because, you know, I, I guess you could say the same thing about anything. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like I'm just like super into biology and stuff like that. So this is getting away yeah. from the gamer thing, but I, it, I think it's, it is. it's interesting to think about like putting it on the same class as a hobby mm-hmm. because I think it's kind of new. Not, like, yes. super new, but, like, you know. So I think you hit on a couple of, of, of interesting things there. Um, I do agree that it, it acts as a good um, 
for lack of a better word, call sign to people who share similar interests and like showing that you're passionate about something. I mean, it, it can be really cool. I can really appreciate that. Like you mentioned, I, I enjoy talking to people who are passionate about things. It's just a more interesting experience than somebody who's just like don't really care about anything. Yeah. And, you know, and this could be anybody. Fair. Like it could be friends. Yeah. It could be, you know, people you just met, stuff like that. It doesn't have to be in this uh, scenario, People but... who you respect at bars. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think you use the term casual gamer in there, and this is something that I think is really interesting about gaming. I actually, um, prior to this episode, I googled uh, gamer and looked at the Wikipedia article for mm-hmm. it, because there's a Wikipedia article for that, and there's like five different subclasses of what's considered a gamer. Um, I didn't write them down. Interesting. But it was things like um, novice, which then was abbreviated noob, spelled three different ways, which is fucking stupid. <laughs> wow, that's um, really funny. And then, like, <laughs> casual gamer, core gamer, like, um, mm. something. I think there was something right above core gamer, but I could be wrong. And then hardcore gamer. And mm-hmm. I can't think of another hobby that is divided into strict lines like that. And I think the fucked up thing about it being divided into lines like that is there are people who resent the people on the other side of the spectrum, right? That hardcore gamers yeah. and casual gamers are just like, oh, you just go play this. Once you piss off, get a real hobby. Like, you you aren't experiencing video games. And then casual gamers look at, you know, hardcore gamers and say, like, wow, you know, you're wasting your time mm-hmm. delving way too deep into this. And it's it's interesting, again, because of how unique it is. And then also because that, I mean, doesn't that seem really fucked up to you? That seems really yeah. fucked up to me to judge somebody based on the level of interest in the hobby that you share. Yeah, I mean, I think that does happen, like, outside of the, the gaming community, but, like, not as intensely yeah. as it does, though. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, um, Or it, at least it's not as, like, it's almost proudly, you know, like, flaunted by the people at either end of the spectrum like the people at the totally. top end like the hardcore end of the spectrum are like hey we're we're this we know this and they'll like they will flaunt that to people who aren't like into the hobby it seems like mm-hmm. as well and again i mean you were saying that you had um, maybe examples of other things or, or reasons but i don't want to like step on your toes there. no 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 i'm i'm, I'm good yeah but- I, so i i'm not sure where that divisiveness comes from well, I think it comes from the people each. I think it comes from the hard, the the more harder core um, playing those games and not appreciating the simplicity of them or the reasons why those people would have any interest in them. And because mm-hmm. they themselves don't have any interest in it, they assume that the people who do have interest in it are missing out on something that they're feeling because they feel yeah. like if you're playing Flappy Bird, and I'm playing um, Overwatch or whatever, or some other, you know, game like mass like Dota or whatever. They think yeah. that because Dota has so many layers and like so many ev- all this like insane shit going on, and Flappy Bird has literally just dragging something over and you know mm-hmm. flinging it. Um, well, that's Angry Birds. Flappy Bird, you just tapped. But oh, Flappy Bird. Okay, sorry. I'm not talking about fucking Flappy Bird. Angry Bird. <laughs> If you're Flappy playing Flappy Bird, Bird you're stupid. Don't you trash on Flappy Bird right now. I swear to fucking God, Duncan. Angry Birds is much better than Flappy Birds. Anyways, at least it has some strategy to it. But. Okay. But, I'm not. I'm, okay. Okay. We're not doing okay. Angry Bird versus Flappy Bird. This is, that'll be our next episode. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, that, that they, they look at that and see like a lesser thing. So they see the mm-hmm. people as lesser. But in reality, it's just 
they just don't they don't live in a the same reality as you do and they don't have the same mindset as you do and they mm-hmm. probably never will but i mean that can change but you know um and i think the people who are lower on the spectrum of like you know more casual side see these crazy tournaments and all this stuff like that and people literally dedicating their lives to this game and they see it as like a waste and stuff like that or you know mm-hmm. and um you know it very well might be depending on your situation so it's um it's interesting that the difference mm-hmm. between the two and um i myself think? try i i don't relate to like if someone was like you know i like to play games on my phone i pretty much just stop any kind of conversation about games there which i really shouldn't but i do you know because they like to play games on their phone like no like you know like i like mean because like, it, shit I mean, like I, that like i i just i don't know I came it off just, aggressively but yeah i mean it's not like just because it's not like the phone thing it's just like if i hear like there are certain like i'm sure like certain buzzwords or certain like um not buzzwords uh like certain games that i just hear and i'm like yeah like i don't really eh, i i don't really feel like i have much in common with you it doesn't even have to be like phone games it can even be like like call of duty and stuff like that or like that i just i just feel this like immediate just like not distaste or like be like ugh. i just you know it just doesn't come up to me as like oh i don't really want to talk about games with this person Hmm. interesting do you think kind of rolling back a little bit Mm -hmm. um to the kind of innate difference in how you know casual hardcore gamers mid core gamers all those feel about each other do you think part of the issue is that the people on the more hardcore side of the spectrum feel that the people on the lower end like the casual mm-hmm. side and the like sometimes play you know a few games here but i really just play you know the new madden and the new call of duty do you think yeah. they feel like those people are devaluing their hobby and that's part of the reason like hey you're hmm. supporting these games that i think don't dive into the medium enough so it makes this feel like it's not something that deserves the respect that it does. Yeah. Because I could definitely see that mentality. I think, again, I think it's the wrong mentality. Yeah. I think there's merit to all of these games for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But um, I could definitely see that potentially being one of the reasons is, is animosity is literally bred because they think you are doing them and the culture they have chosen to align themselves with damage. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Um, I, I think you pretty much just hit the nail on the head there. I, I do think that's definitely a reason why. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought of that one right now. What up? Right Damn! That's <laughs> how we do here on Thoughts from Player One. Figure yeah. it out as we go. <laughs> I'm going to go a little... I'm going to take a hard turn. Duncan, we can't make this... A, this cannot be a continuing bit. <laughs> For those of you who didn't watch our last episode on board games versus video games, because why the fuck would you... Uh, I mean, nobody watched our last episode. Just throwing oh, yeah. that one out there. <laughs> well, why the fuck would you listen to it? I, I did this meme where every time we, uh, like, I called it a meme. <laughs> I hate you for calling it a meme. I actually, this is this is the last episode of Thoughts from Player One because I can't stand Duncan's rambunctious use of the word meme where it has no place being. Did you call it rambunctious? Of course I did. It's that's what it was. It was rambunctious. Well, it anytime I change, foolhardy. <laughs> Any chance I changed the subject, I clapped and I said, hard turn, as per the mm. last time that it just happened now. Um, so my hard turn right now is oh, um, God. when, so it might not have been the term gamer. It might not have been a term at all for you. 
but when in your life did you decide that it was going to be like a bigger hobby for you i can pinpoint the day and time and i may have told this story already but i'm gonna tell it again um to like i can't pinpoint the time that's a lie you know i don't know i'm pretty sure i've said it it's probably not in the podcast though because i don't know where it would have been but um i was younger real young i was a young lad Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't know how old i was but i was a young lad probably like six maybe no had to been like nine don't know i uh i was playing outside with my neighbors um uh guy and girl who were slightly older than me a couple of years and we were having mm-hmm. a snowball fight because it was winter and you know how snowball fights go they're fun everyone oh, throws yeah. snowballs y'all have yeah. a good time haha <laughs> who doesn't love snowball fights but we had a rule and the rule was you throw the snowball and then afterwards you run around and you bend down and you pick up snow and pack it and that's called reloading and you weren't allowed <laughs> to be hit when you were reloading right that sure. was just you didn't do that that was the rule and i was reloading after throwing just a real fine snowball that i'm pretty sure hit his mark because i was a fucking marks minute snowball fights yeah um and then they threw a snowball at me while i was reloading and it hit me in the face mm. and i i i got real upset and i hurt and i went inside and i started playing i think it was final fantasy 10 and i didn't talk to them for over a year <laughs> and that's when i was like maybe i'll just stay inside and play video <laughs> games a lot instead because i feel no worse for wear after not talking to those fucks who disregarded the rules of our <laughs> snowball fight i've never heard that story that's actually pretty funny um so from that point on i actually don't think i talked to them for like three years afterwards which is fine they got like into drugs and they did a bunch of shitty stuff and i was better off for it but yeah man final fantasy is better than crack i don't know what they were doing but (laughs) (laughs) not probably not crack they were very young to got into crack (laughs) yeah probably probably a little too young what about you though what about you um i would i very very young like much younger than probably that is um my sister was had a sega and um she had sonic 3 in and i was like too little to understand what was going on but i knew i could press a button and i could make sonic jump and every time i made him jump according to my mom I laughed hysterically and my <laughs> sister had to watch me just repetitively jump over and over again as I laughed. And, uh, she eventually like pushed me and took the controller and like, you know, played herself and stuff like that. But you know what I, you're supposed to do as an older sibling. Right. Of course. So, yeah. you know, I don't blame her for it. I would do it too. But like, I think that moment was, you know, like it just it just must have just triggered something inside of me that's just like this is just what i want to fucking do <laughs> even though i was like i don't know how old i might have been but i i loved it and then um when i got my n64 that was like that was it that was my first system so i was just like that was just my life for gotcha for a good portion of my time i mean i was going through a lot of like you know like family dividing and stuff like that so it was a very good escape for me just kind of like your escape from snowball fights <laughs> maybe a bit more serious but <laughs> i mean i can phrase it differently if you would like but, um yeah so i think um that's that's kind of when i realized and so why unless you wanted to ask any questions yeah, yeah. i mean i think you pretty much nailed um, okay nailed the telling of your own story yeah so um I, the only thing i was gonna say is that actually yeah. transitions really well into a point that i wanted to talk about um which is 
thinking about it, at least in the maybe like more stereotypical sense, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people who go into this like the the hardcore or the, the midcore. I'm not going to keep using these terms because I think they're fucking stupid. Yeah, but they're helpful because there is the divide. Like the people mm-hmm. who are really way more into video games, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of them got into them heavily to avoid some aspect of their life. Right, the escapism oh, totally. was what they needed, and I I think that's. I think that's a really, really cool part of the hobby, right? Because, I mean, you you know, you can do the same thing with TV or movies mm-hmm. or books. Yeah. But there is a difference when it's interactive like that, I think. And I think that really does help provide a safe haven for people who are going through, you know, emotional trauma, um, especially in the earlier years of their life when they don't maybe have as many ways to cope with it already. And I think that's, that's awesome that games can provide that. And I was... Maybe, like, you know, you kind of already agreed with me, but I was curious whether or not that was something I felt like I was just pulling out of, oh, this is a cool fiction that you hear frequently, or if that's something that you have recognized in your life oh, you totally. know, time and time again. No, I mean, that's, that's like, I don't know, it's almost kind of like a red flag for me nowadays. It's like when I start to just, like, play too much, I can, like, pull back and just be like, oh, there's something going, or like, on with, with you know you know what's going on and i have to pull back and realize what's going on and then kind of have to identify that and like you know make a uh, make an evaluation because <laughs> i don't know that, that seems to be kind of a consistent thing for me I don't, uh, do you ever huh. feel like that where you're like where you start like playing a, a couple more hours than you usually would or a couple you know more play sessions or you buy a couple more games just to kind of like you know, if you're upset about anything. No, I'm pretty much always in a state of horrible existential angst. So <laughs> it's, it's been pretty consistent. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I mean, no, I, I uh, in all seriousness, I don't really see that so much. Like, I don't find that I react that way to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it that's not to say that I don't, you know, go in for escapism like that. I think that's just to say that it has not... Um, maybe has not been as effective for me. Um, like I, that is something I would do more of when I was younger, but now that I'm a yeah. little bit older, it's not, it's not a nearly as effective as a way to avoid my problems as it used to be. And now yeah. I just feel that if I am playing more games when I have issues, largely it's just lessening my enjoyment of the games because I know I'm not actually addressing these issues. Right. And I mean, I'm God, I what, what it would be to have full distraction from those problems. I mean, I, oh, I think, I'd, I think it's more for me. It's just like a grasping, like trying to get back to that the way it mm-hmm. used to be of liking, excuse me, being able to like fully leave uh, your situation and yeah. just get into a game. So I don't get exactly like I used to, but like you had said, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, so. we're, we're, we're growing. Mm-hmm. We're getting better. We're good people, Duncan. <laughs> we're getting better, all right? Uh, yeah, so um, kind of why I ended up asking, like, when did you start, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, is is when you when you made that decision, you know, when you kind of, like, not really made the decision because it's not like you, like, made it your lifestyle, but when mm-hmm. you kind of, like, added that to your personality, um, for me, I can't really answer this question because as long as I can remember, I was that. But yeah, for you, did you feel like once you started to get more and more into games, did you feel like you were like, not so much identity, but the way either your family, friends, or like even like teachers viewed you change at all? So that's really hard to say. Um, sure. The reason being, one, uh, like, I, I identified that moment as when I kind of realized that, hey, this is something I am going to get into significantly more because it is 
you know, something I can enjoy by myself. And uh, maybe there's like a semblance of safety there. Um, but I had been, you know, I'd played video games when I was younger. You know, I was playing Monsters in My Pocket on the <laughs> NES early on, which is just like fucking banger. Go play it if you haven't. Oh, yeah. Totally. But, it's up there um, with Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> it's it's really close. It's almost a tie. Um, so I can't really remember too much of a time prior to that anyway because yeah. I was really young. I will say that I have noticed um, in kind of a flip of that, um, I have noticed a difference in the way that I interact with people in the way that people treat me since I have made that less of a part of my personality mm-hmm. as I've gotten older because there were definitely times when I was in, you know, elementary school, middle school, I think middle school was really where it was the worst, where I played a lot of video games to the point where I, you know, neglected some friendships and people would get upset about that. Or, you know, I found that I didn't have anything interesting to talk about with people who didn't like video games unless I was already really close to them. So there definitely, I think, is a change, but I don't know how much of that is like people's perception of me and how much of that is my ability to hold social like conventions well basically interesting yeah i don't know i mean did you have you noticed uh, or did you notice ever in your life anything that felt like you were being put into that box because you identified that way so i never felt like i got it's weird because i never felt like i got put into a box right i Mm -hmm. always felt like um it's kind of the same thing like you were talking about that if it was something that I couldn't, and this was like more closer to like more elementary school, middle school days. Um, mm-hmm. That if it's something that someone didn't have an interest in, I found it, you know, like difficult to speak with them in general. And I think a lot of that was not because I couldn't strike up more conversation, but because I just flat out didn't want to, because I was just so interested in this, in these worlds and these characters and like these like levels and stuff like that, that I found everything else to be a little dull Mm -hmm. and um, like sports never really interested me mostly because I had physical inabilities to like do them just because like, fuck man, I can't catch for shit. I'm sure if I practiced, (laughs) I'd be better, but like, God, I was so bad at almost everything in in any gym class. But anyways, beside the point, um, even kickball, hmm? Even kickball. Oh, I was so bad at kickball. The only what kickball? You know what's so weird easy. is the only thing I was like kind of good at was dodgeball in middle school. Oh, fuck. That's. I mean, dodgeball felt like you were playing a video game though, so that makes yes. sense. Yes. Yeah, it did. That's probably why I liked it so much. Anyways, <laughs> so, so like I kind of felt like that was more so my situation where I felt like there was definitely things I could have talked about, but God, I just didn't really want to, and like I would strike conversations mm-hmm. with people in my school who you know weren't gamers and stuff like that and i wouldn't have to talk about that stuff but i found those relationships and conversations to be the most boring ones mm-hmm. and that i That's, mean that was at that age of course but yeah you know as i've grown it it's definitely a plus but you know it's not a necessity just kind of like you know obviously how you are as well probably i i am curious um because this is a lot of the reason i wanted to talk about this is because of changes in my life but do mm-hmm. you find yourself playing um, you know, fewer video games significantly now that you're older, or do you, do you find yourself drawn to play games less or more now that you have like mm-hmm. freedom and some semblance of money to buy games with? Honestly, it's about the same, but I was never really that bad though. Um, my mom and slash dad were actually pretty good at like teaching me when too much was enough. And I kind of always had this like back of mm-hmm. my mind guilt when I played more than like, Hmm. 
if I played more than like two or three hours when I was a kid, if I played alone for more than like two or three hours, I felt like an internal guilt uh, about it. And shit. Yeah, dude. I, I don't know. You and I had different experiences. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was playing with friends, it was a very different situation. I could sit and play with friends for like eight hours plus, you know. God. Gotcha. See, the only but, reason I felt guilty with long times on myself is because I knew that meant that my brother like lost track of time and didn't know that it was his turn to play. And I was like, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta stay really quiet and he might not realize. Yeah. I never had that problem when I did, when I played alone because my sister kind of devolved out of, out of games. But um <laughs> questioning the use of the word devolved there but oh i don't know I, I always say devolved wrong i guess i don't know i it just it feels like it bears some negative connotation like she oh, was yeah. the evolved <laughs> species but now she's devolved <laughs> out of life she's devolved into those fucking books <laughs> shit god <laughs> what oh. a de-evolution right there but um shit. so like um I think I pretty much play about the same, probably a lot less, because it's been like five years since I've been in school. Yeah. Um, but I still think I play it, you know, a pretty decent amount. And you know, this podcast has been getting me to play a lot more games than I used to play. But it's they're good <laughs> games though. Like they're. So I think we could talk about this too. Maybe transition is like, I think there are healthy games, and I think there are unhealthy games. Do you hmm. agree or disagree with that? That's mm, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. Interesting, because um, I don't know a hundred percent what you mean. To okay. be fair, so I think I'm going to use a, a comparison. I think games okay. are a lot like food. I think food is <laughs> okay. This first part might might you know get a little fucking might get a Dumb. little yeah, away. It might, but but I think you know. If you if you have the desire to play games, everyone, you know, who has the desire needs to play them. Just like, you know, fucking eat food and shit like that. So um if you kind of like I feel like you can end up playing you know, too much of something or like certain games that don't really challenge you in any way and sometimes that can mm-hmm. be good. And sometimes you need that relaxation, but I feel like too much of the like unchallenging form of like not really getting you to think of anything or like, you know, kind of like getting away from that so much, I think Mm -hmm. it lends for a more negative experience. And I think it hones closer to what you don't want to be identified as, at least for me. And when I you know, look at the games that we've been playing on this podcast, uh, some of them I consider to be like, I'm glad I played that because it expanded my mind a little bit, mm-hmm. either on games as an art form or uh, storytelling or narrative or, you know, even like looking at people and stuff like that or, um, you know, yeah. looking at different forms of media. You. So I think without this, I probably wouldn't have played most of those games. And that's what makes me think like, that's healthy for me because like a good book or like a good movie or a TV show, it expanded my mind on something. Whereas like, I feel like if I would have just, you know, if I just would have played six rounds of league of legends, like fuck that, that wouldn't have done anything for me, you know? And it's fun and everything like that. But there, I feel like in my life, it's come to a certain point where it's like, those games don't give me anything but the like, 
either like the dopamine or whatever you you can kind of talk about of like you get from the you know the rush of winning or something like that or like the whole wow thing of just like leveling up but i feel Mm -hmm. like to a certain point that kind of ends and it's kind of like an unhealthy thing i i understand where you are coming from Mm -hmm. i would disagree with your categorization of those games i think i pronounced i pronounced that word real oddly but (laughs) categorization anyway um (laughs) i think i would say if you wanted to break it down into healthy and unhealthy in terms of gaming i would say there are healthy gaming habits and unhealthy gaming habits but i don't think there's anything inherently unhealthy about games like like you said league Mm -hmm. of legends or world of warcraft i think getting that I'm, i'm gonna say escapism and um, distraction for those games because you really do get a sense of like you know getting away from what you're doing now and mm-hmm. you get a sense of like honing a skill um, you know obviously there's great reward to be gained from from mastering skills just like psychologically when you're good at something that you were bad at before you feel really good about it and then when we play other you know we played Firewatch Dropsy Soma whatever we played yeah. those games were great again like you said I'm glad I played them but I did not get a sense of like relaxation and escapism from i think any game we've played on this podcast Hmm. because they require that engagement and they require me to uh, think more critically about things and to be put into places that could potentially make me uncomfortable which is where you you know you grow in those i think that's super good i think people should play those games i think there's a lot of merit to them but i think I would play a game like League of Legends or Counter-Strike or a World of Warcraft for a different reason than I would play the games that you categorized as healthy. Right. But I, so, so I, I can agree with you on that. And I think to like kind of counterpoint that it's like, you're right, there are good gaming habits, you know, and stuff like mm. that, that you can have with those games. And I'm not saying like, well, those games don't give you the same kind of feeling that this, you know, these do, so you shouldn't play them. It's mm-hmm. more so I, I get like the sense that a lot of gamers and stuff like that don't broaden the spectrum enough. And I don't think it's not like they're, they don't have to at all, but I don't know. I just almost think that, hmm? what do you mean by broaden the spectrum? Like, I feel like they're especially like, and this may just be more so of a personal thing Mm -hmm. is I feel like a lot of, you know, people in my like, you know, like friend circles and stuff like that, um kind of limit themselves to like either genres and this is true of all all things like even tv shows movies books and stuff like that um Mm -hmm. foods really anything and i just look at you know like you know i only play this one kind of game but i play like a lot of it i always just i just kind of think of like well like wouldn't you ever try something different just to you know like see how it makes your brain feel and stuff like that and it's it's almost kind of like a eh like no no thanks i'll just stick with this kind of stuff and to me that just seems like it to me it kind of like boggles my mind like how could you not want to like you know try something different just to know how it kind of makes you feel in that sense so it's it sounds to me at least like you're you're not necessarily arguing that these games are unhealthy you're arguing that the type of people that are most readily associated with these games tend to stay in their comfort zone yeah um, yeah exactly i think that's fair i think that's i mean like i i played way too much starcraft in league of legends in college like mm-hmm. way 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 too much and i did precisely you know not not exactly but i did a large amount of what you're saying where i would 
you know, be presented with these options of other interesting games that I could play or other interesting things I could be doing. And I would say, no, I'm comfortable playing this game. I enjoy my time with this game. I'm going to continue down that road. And I think I took it to an extreme where I did too much of that. Yeah. But I don't think having that is inherently bad. I think saying, like, Mm -hmm. I have my comfort zone is fine as long as you acknowledge that that's a comfort zone and you have to go out of it to expand, you know, expand your mind to grow as a person. Um, and at this is at this point, we're not really even talking about games anymore. We're just talking about like lifestyle. Like, yeah, I mean, I knew put yourself I, outside your comfort zone. I figured yeah. this would this kind of devolve into I mean, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. it was obviously going to happen, yeah. but I I do think. I think we probably agree. I think my main issue is I just disagree with your your calling them unhealthy games. Yeah, I mean, I guess I if you know if I'm allowed to, I'd like to kind of like draw back, I guess, from that because it's kind of like a. Uh, I I think I more so agree with calling it a term of like having an unhealthy game habits. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, and. I'll yeah. grant you, it's really, it's next to impossible to have an unhealthy game habit with dropsy as much <laughs> as you're trying. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, because, you know, there's no, there's no, like, reward mechanism inherent, you know? There's yeah. no um, rise and fall and in, in, in dopamine release. There's no, you're not playing, like, a phone game where you gamble for a new character, like the new Fire Emblem game or something. You, yeah. So there's nothing to continually draw you in over and mm-hmm. over and over again. But again, I, yeah. Well, I, I agree. Yeah. I think those are the types of games that breed those habits, but I don't think those games are inherently bad. I think right. they just I mean, force you to yeah. have self-control or get real fucked up. It's totally like the difference. Like it's, it's made me think about like totally the difference between like going to go see like the next AAA movie. Like that next AAA movie isn't bad or anything like that. It's just mm. that's what it is. And um, and the difference between that and like looking at like like an art piece or like an art like more like artsy film like that it's like that makes you think and like kind of like you know gives you that uncomfortable sense or like kind of makes you reflect on yourself and stuff like that and i think yeah. there are very good combinations of those things where they can mm-hmm. do both and um and neither of those things are unhealthy or like healthy or anything like that i just think that as like a human being that you know that you should probably do both yeah I would say the the point that I think this gets a little bit sticky yeah. is um, games like World of Warcraft, League of Legends, Counter Strike, Starcraft, blah, all these games that you would you know classify under this like ha- has potential to have bad habits. Yeah, are also games that are inherently very social. Yeah, I was nature. just about to say that too. Like, and then you start to get that you know. So yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and th- I mean that's like. Again, like I said, I played way too much StarCraft and League of Legends in college, and but you I all, wish I had played yeah. less. Mm-hmm. But I played, you know, 85% of that with friends, and I made some really good friends through that and, you know, met different people on my campus that I never would have met and, you know, formed friendships with people on the basis of, you know, walking in and saying, oh, hey, you're doing this. I like to do this. Let's play this game later. And then suddenly we were friends. So there's definitely yeah. merit to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely but, basically just removed the whole social situation from that, <laughs> from that uh, which is super unfair. And I'm yeah. not trying to knock any of those games at all. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we play Chick Game for Babies all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Chick Game for Babies <laughs> is the best. Um, so, you yeah, want to give us I a think, hard turn, buddy? Yeah, I mean, let's, let's kind of take... Um, 
Let's take what I would consider a soft turn, all right? Because I want to, like, go back and talk about something we talked about and then kind of get your opinion on it. Because, again, this is a lot of the reason I was interested in this topic was Mm -hmm. because I have been playing games over the course of the last few months less and less. Uh, Honestly, I played, like, in the last three weeks, I've played, like, five or six hours of video games total, which is, like, not Mm -hmm. much. I mean, not including phone games. I play phone games. What up? Deal with it. Um, yeah, I mean, so do I. Yeah, I put just earlier. You were like, phone games suck. No, I didn't. I didn't, like phone games. I didn't say Quoting that at word all. Quoting word for word. I didn't say um, that. <laughs> I said Flappy Bird sucks. Yeah, Flappy Bird's good, though. Fuck you. Dude, you're um, fucking stupid. Let's move on, though. <laughs> uh, so I've been playing less and less games, and I was always afraid i would say i was afraid that when i played fewer games i would lose a little bit of my identity i would lose a little bit of what made me and i would mm-hmm. made me me and i would lose some semblance of satisfaction i had about my life um because i'm waning away from this hobby that i've clung to for so long i mean you know we're doing a video game podcast obviously it's a large portion of my life but i found that having the ability to direct that energy to different places Mm -hmm. and just, you know, pulling back from games a lot, um, but still playing them, still engaging. You know, I still listen to video game podcasts, watch, you know, video game based YouTube channels, things like that. I found that it has not impacted my satisfaction, like pretty much at all. Yeah. Which is something that I think a lot of people are worried about. Like the idea of losing your identity Mm-hmm. is something that's, you know, it's kind of, I think it's inherently scary because you want to know who you are. Have, and I, I'm just curious, have mm-hmm. you ever, like, felt that, like, fear or that that worry that, like, hey, I don't want to lose who I am. I don't want to lose this hobby. And have, did you ever feel like that makes you cling to it more than you actually care to? Hmm. If you feel that way. I mean, that, that could be uniquely a me thing. It could be just like, hey, I've got a lot of shit going on that I need to deal with. And the best way to deal with that is to focus my energies in other places. So, or maybe mm-hmm. it's more universal than I'm giving it credit for. I don't know. I think what I have to say about that is there's definitely a an identity it, like I have with games. Like, very clearly. Um, you know, it's who I am in a lot of, in a lot of ways of, like, what I'm very passionate about and um, everything like that. And that definitely goes hand in hand with a lot of things I identify as. And um, Mm -hmm. I think playing less of them wouldn't affect that at all because the things about games that I'm passionate about are not inherent to playing the games themselves, right? So Mm -hmm. the reason that I enjoy so many of these things and I'm passionate about so much of it and identify so much with it is because the appreciation for the form to me is so great that if I played less of them, I don't know if it would really lessen that feeling for me. And I don't Mm. really think I'd identify less as that. I probably would just be happier. Um, just kind of like how you were talking about, um, because, you know, sometimes I do wish that I, you know, the kind of like how I, I, I respect your, you know, kind of like, I've been playing less, but kind of keep my, you know, keep my passion strong, keep my, you know, feeling and identified towards it strong. And like, I, uh, I don't feel like that would affect it in any way. Um, Hmm. but I also don't like, I also have not like really, um, 
made it like a big deal in my life to stop playing as much. And yeah. that's not to say that like, cause like when shit starts happening in my life, especially like during school and stuff like that, I played a lot less or like when things started to happen, um, it definitely takes the back that, burner. Yeah. And I never felt like that, like lessened my, um, my connection with it as much. Um, did you feel, uh, I guess on the heels of that, did you feel like you maybe you had a strong identity outside of games as a person? Like mm-hmm. if, if someone were to say, Hey, you know, describe yourself, what do you like to do? And you weren't allowed to talk about video games mm-hmm. full stop. Do you feel like you would still have a strong identity to fall back on? Or do you feel like you would be grasping because that's kind of been the touchstone for your life? Um, it would certainly be difficult, um, but I think I could like make it if that makes sense. So like mm-hmm. I could I could say a lot of things about myself like that um, that have to do with like a lot of other things, uh, but I think like you know like I said earlier, it would just be very difficult to like um, really connect those reasons why I am those things or enjoy those things without talking about games. Even yeah. though they have nothing to do with them. Yeah. I mean, if it's a pervasive hobby, it kind of has a way to touch everything else in your life. But exactly. I think, yeah. I think that was the thing that scared me because I, you know, I didn't know, especially going through college, I, I didn't know what my identity was beyond that. Um, oh, totally. And, you know, I mean, that's obviously, like, looking back, that's not to say that I didn't have one or whatever. That's to say that I wanted to feel like I was part of a group but also like an individual with you know unique interests and I had a like a personage basically and I felt for a long time like games was the only thing that I could grasp onto that gave me that in a concrete fashion and I it's only been recently and like I recently like the last two years two and a half years Mm -hmm. that I've started to kind of get over that and say oh wait I have this going and, and you know that's become more and more prominent in the last, you know, the lead up to these last couple of months, like, hey, I, I do have more than this going for me. And um, I think that is, I think that's maybe a more pervasive idea that people try to not actually think about. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to admit really that, uncomfortable. Like, yeah, no one wants to admit that, like, my entire, like, my identity is based on games. Like, no one wants yeah. to fucking say that. <laughs> I mean, very few people want to admit their identity is based on X, right? They just yeah, they want of course. to be more complex than that. I just mm-hmm. think it's more, like, it's more acceptable if your identity is based on books because mm-hmm. they're a respected medium that people of all ages engage with, whereas games are a newer medium that seem focused on kids, right? They right. This is not, you know, kids being a, fucking zero to 35 or whatever which is yeah. not a kid anymore but they you know it's not it doesn't have the the clout that other mediums do so it for sure it's inherently unsettling to be like oh yeah i i am video games i am a gamer this is me um, <laughs> yeah and then taking that away and saying oh shit this is like i've been doing this for so long and so many things have been based off of this that mm-hmm. i can't like fall back on that comfortably and it's it gets real muddy. Yeah. I mean, um, I'll kind of like do do a soft turn as well. <laughs> I, like it. This, I like it. But give the, me the soft um, turn voice like I gave you. Soft turn. Um, I like it. And um, I, I've recently like kind of, and I, maybe this is just something you've had your entire life, 
but I have like ignored and refused to have, you know, like relationships or like friendships with people who didn't really identify as a gamer in ways because I just didn't think I would just have enough there. You know what I mean? Um, which I'm I think gonna stop you real quick yeah. here and I'm going to have you repeat everything you just said. Cause you cut out. Oh really? Okay. Yes. Okay. After Sorry. soft turn and you came back <laughs> in relationships and like, I pretty <laughs> sure I know what you were saying, but I didn't want to like, if it yeah, was your yeah. mic and not my internet, I didn't want to sure, that up. Sure. But. Um, so pretty much all I said was what, uh, like I have straight up like refused to have or like, you know, uh, participate in friendship potential friendships or relationships because the other person uh didn't have any like um not like a hatred but like just no feelings on games and had no interest in them in any way shape or form Mm -hmm. and i found that really difficult to um share a relationship or friendship with that person because of that and it wasn't because i'm like well we can't talk about this thing together but it was more of like I almost felt like a like a respect thing in a weird way. Like if that makes any mm. sense. Like I feel no, like totally. you can't like you can never respect that um that part of me because it starts to get into identity and shit like that. And like I don't see myself having a friendship relationship with someone who I couldn't like because, like, I can talk to my, like, even, like, my sister who knows games and stuff like that and tell her about, you know, things that I'm passionate about, especially when it comes around this podcast and stuff like that, even if she doesn't play them. And I feel like that's that's fine with me. But, like, if I couldn't, I could never talk about that stuff around somebody, I would have a very hard time being in a friendship or relationship with them. Yeah, I think that's, I think that is 100% fair. I, you know, there's something to be said for, you know, I don't need to be friends with somebody who actually, like, I have friends and I have good friendships with people who don't mm-hmm. engage at all with video games and they, you know, could care less. But like you said, it's a respect thing. Like, if you have this interest in something and it is, a, you know, such a large interest, the other person has to at least be able to respect your interest in that. Like, if every mm-hmm. time I wanted to talk about video games, I knew someone would just make fun of me, that's a whole lot different than if someone would say, like, oh, that's kind of neat. Tell me about that. Or, Oh, like that's really cool that you like that. Or that's really cool that that happened, even if they don't care. And you know, it's the same thing with, you know, I, I think you and I probably both have friends where they have something they're passionate about that you just don't give a shit about, but you do listen to them talk about it. And you do like try and take an interest in it because you know, it's important to them. Um, yeah. And if someone's not willing to do that, I think that speaks volumes about their, um, commitment to a, a friendship or a relationship or you know, anything like that yeah no that's that's very true like the, the that whole thing and i i think it's evolved from i think it's <laughs> devolved <laughs> it's it's devolved or it's evolved yeah it would be evolved for this in uh in a way that's like it used to be in my head i'm like i could never like be friends with someone who didn't play games like i do and now it's kind of devolved into that like whole respect thing. So, um, yeah, I think it's, I think the identity of someone who plays games has a passion for it and everything like that is so is extremely complex because it's based on so many different factors, right? Like, it's based on what kind of games you play. It's based on how often you play them. It's based on 
what you like about them. And because I know people who, you know, like are just like they play games and they do not want to talk about them at all. They don't find the uh, communication aspect of it to be that interesting at all. It's just what they Mm -hmm. do when they're free time. Yeah. Whereas me, I like to fucking sit down with somebody who's just like, tell me about this and tell me why it's, you know, why it's so good or so bad or something like that. And like either listen to them or, you know talk about it because it like like what we do here it's just super i was gonna say thank god otherwise this would be a really shitty podcast <laughs> where you know as i know someone who would fucking hate this you know what i mean like either hate participating in a conversation like this or listening to it yeah and i think that is you know that's not horribly uncommon um which i do think is interesting because i can't just like i, I can't say i have any hobby or activity that i do that i would hate talking about because I kind of like diving into things like that, but I can definitely understand if somebody maybe doesn't feel that way and is not interested, like that's their prerogative. That's fine. Like as long as you're not actively shitting on something, Mm -hmm. you don't have to want to talk about it. Like I don't, I don't care that much. Um, I I do want to make clear one thing real quick because I, I I feel like this has gotten muddled to the point where it, it, a little bit, yeah. bears clarification um specifically when we talk about like the identity of the gamer and people um like how closely they identify with it and you know everything that we've talked about i and i'm duncan are i'm speaking for you here but i'm assuming this is true like mm-hmm. we're not saying there's anything inherently wrong with any way that you identify as a gamer sure um, i'm just kind of spitballing about ways that i think are um personal to me things that i have noticed things that i have done and i i, I assume you're doing largely the same thing mm-hmm. either things you've seen things you've you said we're not saying any of it's inherently good or bad um i backtrack that i am saying that if you inherently think you're better than other people because of this then that's bad but yeah. i think that's like you know maybe a minuscule portion of the population yeah um but I do, you know, I, I realized we, I talked, I, I personally talked a lot about how I feel like, you know, I have changed and, it, you know, you talked about how, like, playing different types of games and going outside your comfort zone broadens your mind. If you're the type of person that identifies fully with this and that is your identity, um, you know, to some extent power to you, though I do hesitate to say that because I don't think anyone should identify with one thing and have that be their full identity. But Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I don't, I would like to hope to think that no one's full identity is only based on video games like you know, you know I, mean? I would too but i am not 100 percent positive that that's the case yeah hmm. so um yeah, hmm. yeah. do you have uh, another another hard turn for us or a soft turn for <laughs> us duncan do you have a turn for us i kind of do it's, it's it's okay slingshotting back to to pretty much the beginning of this podcast when you're talking about the terms what of like throwback yeah throwback it's not even fucking thursday well it will be I was gonna say drops. hashtag tbt when this drops what <laughs> up it all works <laughs> throwback thursday to about 40 minutes ago um <laughs> so like talking about terms and stuff like that of like what kind of a gamer you are and stuff like that and like you know how you identify as that do you feel like we should have more ways to like Kind of, <laughs> I'm bringing another shitty metaphor along with you uh, for the ride. I love them. <laughs> Come, on, <laughs> Come on, metaphor. Come on. Metaphor's not a dog. <laughs> it is now. 
kind of like how obviously these are two very different things but like i feel like sexual identity has like broadened its fucking so many terms which isn't a bad thing at all you are really dipping your toes in some dangerous waters with this metaphor but i love it oh totally but like i think when you start to like you know we've been talking about identity this whole time and you know sexual identity is part of your identity as well yeah and um i think your interests are part of your identity as well so i think it's weird to think that there's one almost one term universally for your interests in something but there's about like 20 plus for your sexuality you know what I mean? In the sense that, yes. do you feel like, do you ever, have you ever felt like you find it difficult to describe the kind of like gamer you are to people without like having kind of like terms to do so? And not the sense that like, because you can just start listing the genres you play. Yeah. But I feel like that doesn't really fully cover what kind of person you are with it, if that makes sense. And I so uh, going before you respond. Before you respond, okay. I just right. want to lock it pocket. Yeah, I just want to say that in no way, shape, or form do I think the like defining terms of identity of a gamer is like as important or like you know as um, similar as your sexuality. I just think it's like a good, um, a good. Uh, yeah, I, it, no, I, you I know, can, it's, it's you guys almost, know. It's it's a parallel, you know. It's, yeah, it's a parallel. parallel. Works, yeah, there you, go. you know, yeah. obviously different levels, but it, it works. Yeah, um, okay. I think to that point, it's interesting, right? Because I understand what you're getting at, right? It's sure. really hard. Like if I tell somebody I play video games, that could mean you know a thousand different things depending on the person that you're talking to at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said. I don't think we need more terms for it. And I think the reason we don't need more terms is because I think it would potentially breed more of the, the divisiveness that we already see between like, you know, hardcore gamers Mm -hmm. and, you know, quote unquote casual gamers. Um, And I think that could be bad. You know, like if if we had a term for somebody who likes um, story based games and hardcore RPGs, and then we also had a term for somebody who likes strictly realistic shooters and, mm-hmm. you know, endless runners on the, like, it's very easy to see you saying like, Oh, I like video see, games. But those are genres saying, though. Right. But I'm like, I'm, I'm saying if we had a term for the type of person that enjoys that style of game, right? Like mm. those styles of games, like it's really easy sure. to see the jump from that to, Oh, I'm this type of gamer. You're that type of gamer. I, let's not even talk about games because I don't like. Eh. We're not going to have anything in common. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree. I don't think that would happen though. I mean, just I because it happens think between it definitely would. Well, I think that only happens because the two ends of casual versus hardcore are so insanely fucking different. And they like, and the only reason that they those terms were fitted was because of the animosity. They needed mm-hmm. a name to call someone to, you know, to put them in a category you know but people have li- like latched themselves onto those categories so strongly that because the they want conversation leading up to it mm-hmm. disappears entirely because people don't want to interact with those like 
on that level with those yeah. people. But it's and it, I think it, mm-hmm. they they've made risk. it like negative for themselves though. You know what I mean? Like putting that term yeah. in front of you, you know, for for fighting for that makes it a negative thing. So yes, I think this is kind of why I'm coming from this angle. I yeah. already feel like there are too many terms for different types of gamers because mm-hmm. I like. I don't see a casual gamer as being less like somebody who plays a lot of phone games or something like that. I don't see that as being any less valuable than somebody who plays a lot of no, Warcraft. That's not um, what I'm saying. I know that's not what you're saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying that I think if we add more terms in the middle there, it just gets more and more muddied and we kind of lose the the connectedness of that whole subculture which i think is one of the really cool parts of gaming and how quickly you can form a connection with somebody based on the fact that you're both part of this culture sure um and i i hesitate to advocate for anything that has a potential to harm that in any way um, whereas in contrast something like sexual identity is we're really just trying to define more terms for something that exists like regardless of what you choose to do right like yeah we're not coming up with you know not exclusively but we're not coming up with terms for um oh yeah i decided to try out you know this and this style of game we're coming up with terms of oh yeah this is how you know your this is how you function as a person yeah um so it's like a totally different categorization and i think one of them you know we obviously want to be able to identify people we don't want anyone to feel like they're lumped into a group and prejudiced against Mm -hmm. based on you know biological nature but we also i think want to keep people more closely together in terms of activities that they enjoy because i think it's easier for people to form bonds that way sure i think that's Mm -hmm. the end goal of what i would like out of this culture is for people to come together as opposed to tearing each other apart no yeah and i mean but but i guess i don't in my utopia like in my <laughs> in my perfect world where i like you know it to be is is that same kind of thing and in the sense that you don't you don't categorize yourself to tear your yourself away from other people you do it so you can be understood for See, this is this is where it really starts to get weird because mm-hmm. it's kind of like I don't think there's I guess hmm, I don't think there should be terms exactly. Like I don't think like I'm a I'm a hardcore adventure actionist. Like I don't think there should be like these like really like long drawn out things for people, but I think there should be a way that makes it easier to to let people know what you are in that identity so when i okay for example if i were to tell someone that i'm a gamer and the first thing that pops into their head are certain games like that they just like inherently think of when they hear that term mm-hmm. it makes it difficult for me to like unless i start naming specific games or certain like even genres it's almost really hard to do like I could like shooters, but there are 800 different shooters. You know what I mean? Like, and it starts to kind of like lose. It like loses a way of like letting you tell someone what you enjoy from, from a, from a passion, I guess. I think it's getting away from me a little bit, but I I think I, I understand where you're coming from and I understand what you're trying to say. I think my main thing is I think, 
I just don't think we need a way to identify that quickly. I mm-hmm. think that can come naturally through a conversation. Um, and I think people draw lines between different styles of games more so than actually exists. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the ways that we can like combat that um, is by having this conversation where they say, like, oh, I'm a gamer. And then they think, you know, immediately you know, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, you know, the, the standard subset, and you're thinking something totally different, and then they say, like, oh, like this, or, you know, what type of games do you like to play, and then you get to describe what you're really interested in, and then, you mm-hmm. know, they might not know about that, and then they say, oh, cool, well, you know, tell me about that, or like, oh, I'm not really into that, I'm into this, and then you can kind of try and feel out, well, maybe why uh, why are you into this versus why am I into that, and I think it... It, it opens an avenue, whereas I think if you had a way to identify the type and style of game that you like really mm-hmm. quickly, it would potentially close that avenue with some people really, really quickly. Hmm. Yeah. and it, Which mm-hmm. is it's not a guarantee by any means. I do agree that I would like, you know, if I say I like to play video games, I would like people to not have something in their head that they immediately think is what I mean. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, I guess I... Yeah, I, I pretty much I kind of befuddled me or anything. <laughs> <Not gonna say anything. laughs> but like I, I think I think my whole thing is it's just like I just wish that the image was a little different, you know what I mean? Than when you get because there are so many um people who don't know what's out there. Yeah. In the shortest totally. way I can say it. I think the difference is that you just – I think the difference between us right now is mm-hmm. that you wish you had a way to identify yourself with this certain subsection and people, like, so that you would be identified appropriately. And I would rather be identified incorrectly and then have a conversation to correct that as opposed to jumping right to correction. Because <laughs> See, but I don't think I would like to have that. It's just – it's weird because I think I would rather have the conversation. I just – I think I just don't know what I want. I think this is a stupid conversation and I should stop. <laughs> I mean, it, it, <laughs> it backs away from that one hard. Well, I don't know. It's just, no. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things where you sort of have a grasp on the idea that you you know what you want, but it's still floating in the ethos, not concrete, so it's hard to describe and talk about. Um, when I have those all the time, so I definitely feel you on that regard um i don't know about you i only had one more thing i really wanted to talk about and that was kind of the culture i don't know i so i hesitate to kind of jump into this because i do really like a lot of the parts of gaming culture but also it kind of sucks it kind of just sucks a little bit like I'm thinking large groups of people who operate largely online through anonymity, you end up with things like Gamergate, which yeah. was yeah. really <laughs> mega fucked. Yeah. Um, yeah. We could. Uh... And you get you get terms like a gamer girl, <laughs> yeah. which I think is awful because it segments the audience to say like oh well if gamer you're girls a woman are and you, gamer boys <laughs> yeah like you, you get your own term because you're a woman you're not like a just a normal gamer even yeah. though and i looked this up on the statistics on that wikipedia page 40 percent of people who were playing games like 40 percent of the game population was female 48 percent of them were like 48 percent of the game buying population was female and that was in 2009 so that was 
a long ass time ago. Yeah. So that's num. I mean, it's probably close to fifty fifty. Yeah. But because of this, the way the this is, like the culture is structured, it drives out diversity to some extent. I think, or it doesn't drive it out as much as it kind of points at it. And I think being part of that diverse culture it's really easy to see how you could feel ostracized from the larger culture. Yeah, totally. And like, oh God, like just the disaster piece. And I mean, I think that's like what, I mean, like making those kind of terms is kind of like what started that whole shit. And it's just mm-hmm. like, and I don't think this is, I don't think this is very good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say, Unless you have anything else to say, I'm going to close this because I I feel like uh, I feel like I've lost I've lost myself a little bit. Like I need to go like I, <laughs> I need to go like take a walk and like look up <laughs> at the sky and rethink my life. <laughs> like you're too fucking deep in the weeds. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. I I told you that was what was going to happen this fucking episode. Or fuck, you told me that was what's going to happen this yeah. fucking episode. Yeah. When I first proposed the idea, you're like, I don't know, man. That's going to be some serious shit. That's going to make me feel some sort of crisis about my life. <laughs> it's not that I feel a crisis about my life. I just feel wrong. And I don't you just like feel that. what? <laughs> I feel wrong. Oh man. <laughs> like I think I did my job. Like I feel well. stumped. You stumped the <laughs> Trump. That oh. Oh, that's that's what we want, though, right? That's that's the fun of this podcast. Sure, and that's the fun that sure. the listeners get to participate in too. Is sure. being like, fuck, that's that's something I didn't want to think about, or I didn't think about. Yeah, and then we're just like, no, fuck you, think about it. <laughs> fuck um, you, think, fuck you. I'm putting this in your brain, and I mean, exactly. partially the reason why you know, like, I think a lot, a lot of those things, and like, you know, end up saying them is maybe isn't because I really think those things. But they're more like what if scenarios, you know what I mean? It's it's kind of like, well, you know, what if we had these kind of terms? And it's really interesting to hear you, uh, kind of like, give your point against it. Yeah, I fucking love what if. So like all day, a hundred percent, do that. I going down that crazy tree is is a lot of fun. And yeah, I, like you said, I think again that's that's one of the that that is. Without a doubt, my favorite part of this podcast is forcing yourself into this conversation you didn't think you would have, watching it go places you didn't think it would go, and then being forced to think about things you wouldn't have thought about prior. Right. Well, so what if this is our last episode? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what if? What if we ended the episode right now? That seems better. Let's do that one. Uh, what if we kept like, going? What if we? <laughs> let's, let's what if end- we just did a whole other episode? All based on uh, Madoku Magiku. Madoka Magica. Madoku Magiku. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so that's going to do it for this week's edition of Thoughts from Player One. Hello, everybody, and welcome to oh, another gosh. edition of Thoughts from Player One, where we, can't we will be talking about Madoku Magiku. God, what Alex? if this was our last episode? What if this was our last episode? Okay. Alex, what do you think? Uh, Madoka Magic is a fucking really good anime. Go watch it. Yeah. You'll just feel really weird for the first two episodes until you give up yeah. and just accept it. Don't 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 watch it with anybody. Like you know, like <laughs> close make a private browser. do a private browser. Make sure your door's locked. You know. You, you know, maybe maybe put a VPN on. You know, I don't want to get you um, on any lists. Don't watch it with anybody. <laughs>
That's so good. And it's so fucking true. It is Don't so true. Don't even tell anyone you're watching oh, it until hell it's no. over. Hell no. Uh, we're, we're taking a big risk telling you to watch it right now. Because we're admitting that we watched it. And yeah. That's, whew, exactly. that's dangerous. <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> so yeah that's gonna do it for this yep. week's edition of yep. thoughts from player one mm-hmm. thank you so mm-hmm. much for joining us mm-hmm. um definitely feel free mm-hmm. if you have any questions comments if you think we're idiots or assholes mm-hmm. after this episode by all means asshole. shoot us an email at thoughts from player one at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you um you can also follow us on twitter at at thoughts from p1 mm-hmm. we got like our twitter is popping off right duncan <laughs> Fuck you've off. been our social media manager. I'm assuming you've been taking care of this, making it pop off left and right. <laughs> you know what? Maybe it's because yeah. I don't have the proper authorizations. <laughs> what do you mean? I bet I have put no authorizations on you. I simply said before you post anything to Twitter, let me spell check it. <laughs> well, I, you know, I get a lot of impulse tweets, and sometimes you're not around, Alex, and they just well. fall off. I don't feel them anymore. But hey, be the first one to email us because no one's emailed us. Oh, it's a challenge. You would oh, be our first really email. And we oh. would, you know what? If you send us an email and you have a question for us, we will answer it live in the next episode. Whoa, we don't do anything live, Duncan. Oh, well, whatever. We'll, when we record it, we'll answer it. For sure. This we'll was do practically that live. We didn't know what this, the fuck we're talking about. This was quite literally as close to live as you can get. We discussed virtually nothing about it beforehand, yeah. which probably showed. It was very scatterbrained. I think we had some good points, though. Good job, us. We did good. Um, I'm assuming that was you patting your back. Oh, that was just me doing a slow clap. Oh, that was pretty close. Um, but uh, that's all the have... beans in the pot, boys. Oh, God damn it. That's all the beans in the pot. Alex, say it with me. Three. That's all two, the... Oh. Nope. Nope. Three, two, one. That's all that's the... That's all the beans in the pot. in the pot, Holy boys. shit, we need to work on that. What the fuck do you want? You did, That was live. That's what you get when you do shit live, <laughs> Duncan. This is why I always tell you to do the closer, and I don't do it. <sighs> you fucking tweet about some shit. That's all the beans in the pot, boy. Oh, shit. Wait. Uh, also, next oh. week, we're going to... Or two weeks from now. Oh! Two weeks from now. <laughs> shit. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Alex two forgot a thing! <laughs> we're going to play Doom. Dun- Duncan finally got around fucking finishing it, so we're going to play Doom in two weeks. <laughs>